0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of our podcast. I'm on with Sean, and he's going to tell us all about HECM, which is Senior Home Financing. Thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Uh, Thank you very much for having me, Lucas. Just so everybody knows, it's Sean Corcoran. Sean, when did you get your company started? When did you launch it? Uh, Well, I've been doing mortgages for 10 years, about almost 10 years, and been doing insurance for 10 years. So mortgages for almost 10 and insurance for 10 and a half. Oh, fantastic. And uh, what got you into the space? What did you do to get in? Two things. One, my, my dad did life insurance for over 50 years before he passed away. So I've heard it my entire lifetime. So it, it just came like second nature. And yeah. then for mortgages, a friend of mine, reverse mm-hmm. mortgages. And that's what he's done his whole entire career. And he said, Oh, you're good with numbers. You should come help me and and do this. So And I started doing mortgages and he was right. It was a piece of cake.
0: That's fantastic. That's awesome, man. And uh, what is some advice you'd give people who want to get into the space, who want to launch their own insurance company?
1: Uh, So to launch your insurance company, one, definitely have a background already because if you don't know what you're doing to go get your clients and you don't quite know how to sell the product, then you're going to struggle. Mm-hmm. So it might be good to start with a bigger company at least for a year or two, and then open your own. yeah. because when you start with a bigger company, they're going to take most of the commission. But when you open your get to your own, then you've got the lion's share, of course.
0: And how do you get clients as an insurance company? What are the strategies that you use to get business?
1: Mostly uh, client referral. So, always do what's right for your client no matter what even if you get a lower commission on it it doesn't matter because if you do what's right for them every time it's going to come back to you and then of course you can buy some leads uh buy medicare leads stuff like that you don't get nearly as well of clients that way but you do you do get some clients that way when you are uh getting clients from
0: referrals do you find that they're are specific kinds of people that tend to send you more referrals than others, or uh, what do you typically look for? Is it just all natural,
1: organic, just happens? Mainly, it's natural, or organic. Again, if if you do what's right for your client every single time, it just really depends on the client and what you did for them, and how many people they know, and they'll just start sending you people. And how do
0: you stimulate referrals? I mean, what, what what things do you have to do to get them to send you more?
1: Well, the easiest thing is ask. That's the biggest yeah. and easiest thing. <laughs> Always ask for a referral. Right, right. So if you have any any friends or family that that I could help out as well, please send them my way. Give them my name and number.
0: And and do you, do you find that there's like a certain percentage of people that say yes
1: or how often people actually say yes to to these? to give you one usually they'll say no right at first then as you go through the process and you finish and get get them all set up then they're like well I might have somebody not a problem I don't want to pressure you just let me know if I can help take care of them oh yeah well I, I was thinking of somebody like okay great
0: Nice. And that's that's how you built this business so far. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, do you have any goals or plans for the business over the next 12 months? Or how, how, do, you, how do you
1: see the next year uh, for your company? Just continue to grow. Insurance really is about residual commissions. But the trick that anybody that's going to get in that, this space needs to know, learn, and live by Never live on your residual commissions. Always live on your first year commissions. That way you stay hungry enough to go look for the next client. Your residuals you put in the bank in a different bank account. In case a rainy day comes along or like as I said, my dad had insurance for over 50 years. He took his residuals and bought three Midas muffler stores. Only off residual commissions. I mean, yeah, those are those are lifetime, right? I mean, they go for a
0: very long time. Um, actually, how do you see this is actually what I've always wondered about with the insurance industry? Like, how do you see the LTV of a client? Like, because don't they have the opportunity to
1: renew with you as well? So in theory, they could decide not to continue for whatever reason. Depending on whether you're doing a life side or a health insurance side. Right. So on the life side. On a term policy, you get paid one time. Yeah. On a universal policy, you get paid over 10 years. Right. And a whole life policy, they've they've changed some of the rules. Some of them are now down to 10 years, but some of them are lifetime. So the residuals, obviously, the first year is the most. Second year, through fourth year, or second through fifth is smaller. From six to 10 is even smaller. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting because I think like,
0: you know, when I, what I think about businesses growing their company, especially if they either are targeting consumers or they're targeting individuals with a large lifetime value, usually they'll calculate the lifetime value and then they'll think of all of the uh, expenses that go into getting that customer. So let's say, you know, somebody's paying you a hundred bucks for 10 years, That might be like $12,000 over the course of 10 years that you might get from somebody. So typically it's, you can spend maybe 10% of that in marketing or sales to get the $12,000 customer. Is that how you see it? Or how do you typically judge like growth within your own business? I mean, how do you look at like the sales model
1: behind your company? You have to look at all business that way. Of how much is any client going to be worth Is it worth it to go get another client? Is it worth it to go buy leads to find those clients? Or is it worth it just to grow organically? Right. So a lot of insurance companies will buy a million leads. And of those million leads, maybe 100 of them are great. Right. Maybe the next 50 are good. And the rest of them are great. Well, 400 other people already called them
0: yeah 100 (laughs) percent. it's always a bit of a crapshoot i think like i think one thing i found very interesting with that whole game around like lead gen and stuff is that you got to give people what they want when you reach out to them so like uh do you so i'm actually curious so so because a lot of people try this and and they fail and a lot of people purposefully don't do it because it's just not their style but so you have you ever done like sort of the out outbound calling approach where you've gone and like tried to call up businesses and find out if they're uh, or be sorry businesses potentially but mostly consumers residential like you mentioned um did you ever do like the outbound calling approach or was it always just referrals
1: i did a little bit of the outbound and i did a little bit of business to business and door knocking and stuff like that to kind of get started it's kind of a crapshoot yeah uh, Really, it's it's just a matter of being able to get past the gatekeeper and talk to somebody in charge. Yeah. Right. So, so many businesses have right on the door, no soliciting. Okay, well, let's go to the next one. Yeah. And then you just keep trying and trying and trying uh-huh. until you finally get a few. And whoever wants to go door knock their entire career, nobody. Cares. Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: well, and it's so interesting because you have like, you know, the thing that I tend to find is that, um, you know, you have everyone and their and their mother is trying to get business by reaching out to people and just selling them immediately. But it doesn't really make a lot of sense to do it that way, because if uh, they don't know anything about you, they may not like you and they probably don't trust you. Uh, and and the only kind of people you're going to get from that approach typically are people who are just happen to be looking for insurance at that point in time, which is a very small percentage of people. Right. And so, and then people, they'll send these messages out and they'll contact people. And then what ends up happening is people will be like, they'll they'll hear some people like one in a thousand people say, Oh my God, I was looking for this right now. They think, Oh, amazing. I, I caught that fish. Like I figured it out. I can do lead gen now. But the problem is you exhaust your entire audience and then you can't even do it anymore. Right. And so I think like, the interesting thing I've seen is that the businesses, whatever industry it is, anybody that like relies on leads to get customers or get business, it's almost always by giving them what they want, not what they're not what you do necessarily. because if you do, let's say, let's say you're a, a roofer and you like sell roofing and and you go and contact them about roofing, they're probably not thinking about roofing twenty four seven, but they might be thinking about something else. And if you can give them something else, then, they'll have your, their name, your, your name on their mind, which is going to make it easier for them to convert later on or, or purchase from you later on. So I think like that's the that's definitely the better way to do it. Client referrals also obviously great way to do it because then you never have to worry about getting new business again. It's always just like automated. So it is kind of um, cool to see that you've built your business that way. Where do you see, like just out of curiosity, where do you see like uh, the growth potential in the company though? Like what are, is it, how do is there ways to maximize it, or is it kind of like on this path that is probably just going to continue at a certain rate for the next 10 years uh, of just like referrals and continue to grow that way?
1: Well, there's two ways to really grow an insurance business, and that is either get a lot more clients or hire more agents. So the big insurance companies believe in what my dad used to call FWAC. And pwap was the noise that it made when you threw it up against the wall. And all <laughs> of it slid off. And what stuck, they kept. Yeah. <laughs> because the, the big insurance companies, not naming who they are, of course, because I don't want to name any of them. Yeah. But they'll hire anybody off the street as fast right. as they can get them. And if they happen to get one or two people that can really sell, great. In the meantime, they'll say, hey, well contact all your friends and family and we'll yeah. send you out with a, <laughs> an experienced insurance agent and they'll get the commission. And then when you bring on somebody else, they'll do it. And then you'll get the commission. Why on earth would anyone want to give all your friends and family to somebody else to make money on?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's basically direct selling at that point or, or, um, an MLM almost, uh, in certain ways. You know, it's a very interesting model that they figured out how to work uh, for, you know, hundreds of years. But I definitely agree. I mean, I think it's interesting, like having someone you can trust, not relying only on friends and family. Definitely makes a lot of sense. So where can people go if they want to, you know, get in contact with you? If they want to reach out or partner or even do you actually know another question I like to ask people before you even answer that is, do you have any people that are good partners for your business? Like any kinds of people that are, that are solid you like to partner with? Like, um, I don't know. If you say you do mortgages, I'm assuming
1: like realtors and things like that, maybe. Is that correct? Or That's 100% correct. So okay. on the mortgage side of what oh. I do, so my friend only did reverse mortgages. And he still only yeah. does reverse mortgages. And a reverse mortgage, people think, oh, the bank's going to take my house. not true. A reverse mortgage through FHA is just like any other regular mortgage. Mm. Mortgage is a mortgage is a mortgage. All it is is you bought a piece of property, some bank put a lien against it, and it's still yours. You got to pay your tax insurance on it. And then when the mortgage is paid off, mortgage is paid off but it was right. never the banks and it never reverts to the bank. When you pass mm. away, it goes to your spouse or goes to your kids. It goes to your church, goes to whoever you want to leave it to. Right. So in partnering, then through the mortgage and mortgage side of it, then I'm licensed with about 15 different banks. Right. So as a mortgage broker on the insurance side, I'm partnered with different FMOs around the country. So I have some in Florida, some in um, New Jersey, uh, North Carolina, Kansas, and Texas. So I can call any of those and I'm licensed with multiple insurance companies through each of them. Right. And that way I say, Hey, what's the best rate for this client? This is what I have. Send me your best offers. And then I take yeah. the best offers from each of the FMOs compile them, and say, all right. And then I go to the client and say, this is what's out there. This is the best that's available. Yeah. And do you operate in only one location or do you kind of operate anywhere? So I'm currently licensed in Florida and Virginia. And I go back and forth a lot. Um, every summer, I'm up in Virginia. Every Medicare season, I'm up in Virginia. Yeah. And then I'm back down here. I go up for a week, come back down. I go up for a week and come back down just to, to make sure all my clients are taken care of and While I'm here, I call up there and schedule appointments. So when I'm there, it's just like, line them all up as tight as I can get. And then get back on the road and get back down here and do the same back and forth. That's awesome. That's awesome. Medicare becomes very, very busy.
0: (laughs) Oh, I bet. It's a lot of paperwork, a lot of stuff to work on, but I, I, I appreciate you being on the show, man. You know, if anyone wants to either partner with you or find out some more information, where can they go just to your website?
1: Yeah, they can go to the website where the easiest is I always have my phone with me, on me. The only time I don't answer it is when I'm either teaching a class to realtors or I'm in front of a client. Yeah. And my phone number is 407-913-0103. And
0: that's Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. For everybody who's listening, Sean Corcoran has been able to build a career out of doing home financing and also insurance for residential. And he really has been able to grow his business. It's a family business. Took it over. He grew it, and he's been able to really scale in Virginia and in Florida. So if you ever want to reach out, uh, whether you're real estate agents or your family or your senior who is looking to have the right kind of financing, he gave you his number. So feel free to contact him. For anything or if you think you
1: want to partner with them feel free to do that as well but thank you sean for being on the show appreciate it absolutely thank you for having me